Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Chivas del Norte podcast. My name is Varo, and with me to talk Chivas is Luis. Luis, what's up, man? Just chilling, man. What's going on? I'm all right. I'm a little tired, but we got to give the people <laughs> what they want. We got a pod. Yeah, man. We record at we record pretty late, ten o'clock for us old timers. <laughs> that's that's tough. And then I got to edit it. I, I'm going to edit it just tonight because waking up extra early to edit the pod is even worse. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man. That, and and the funny thing is 10 o'clock now. We're both tired. And then we're looking ahead at the schedule of the America game. It's exactly at 10 o'clock. Also. 10 o'clock on, on a Sunday, Sunday, bro. Yep. That sucks. I know Rigo's yeah. mad already. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, I was on the Eagle Eye pod yesterday and somebody commented uh is, Stray, is the Strago going to be on? Because I want to know why he's always complaining about the time slots. The 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time slots. <laughs> Bro, he's the Strago moved from the West Coast to the East Coast. I thought everybody knew that. Wanted to get away <laughs> from the earthquake, so he moved over the winter. Those fires, man. California fires. Yeah, scared him away. Too much. Too much for one goat to deal all by himself. Yeah. But anyways, we're here to talk Chivas and... Luis, we haven't lost in our last six games, but it definitely <laughs> doesn't feel like that. Um, bro, we're this... fucking trash, bro. <laughs> we are. God damn, we're garbage, man. This is, there's no even another way to put it. That's it. We're trash. This uh, this week, we had a dub, uh, doble jornada, which is why we haven't recorded because, you know, the audio would be relevant for a day or two, and then something else new would happen, so I said... Let's wait and get all three games in, and we'll record. We started off beating Bumas 2-1, so we got off to not a bad start. I would say it's probably one of the the better games that we've had under Rusetich. If not, maybe the best, as far as the way the team played. I mean, sure, there's the America game, but I feel like we just played really well in that game. Yeah, I I felt like the coming out party of, what's his name? Um, Lalo. Lalo Torres, yeah. Yep. Lalo had a great game against Pumas. Angulo had a great game against Pumas, which is the first time that I was like, "Yo, Angulo might might be it." And then the week played out, and it was he's not it. <laughs> Yo, bro, in that Pumas game, we we probably the best play we've had in a while. The goal where Mayorga scores, the way they just the build up from the back. Yeah, it's probably the best play we've had like as as a collective. It's like it's like man, if we can get more of that, I don't know what happened in that play. I don't know what. What was it? Teach must have told him, or if it was just pure luck how the play played out. But I was very hopeful. Like, and we've been trashing Busetich. I know I have. So I was very hopeful heading into the next couple games that maybe we see more of that. And instead, we did not see any of that. Yeah, that's what we've been wanting to see. Like team build up goals and not just individual talent shining and resulting in the goal. But that did not happen. We went <laughs> on to play Querétaro. We tied two two. Everybody's favorite villain, Miguel Ponce, came through at the 94th minute and <laughs> got Chivas a point. Uh, unfortunately, Ponce Hive, Ponce Ponce Hive going strong. <laughs> this man will just give you a job for any little thing you do, man. Like he just discredited Mayorga for getting him the, for scoring the week before. That's two points Chivas would not have if it, if it wasn't for Miguel Ponce. He bailed him out against Puebla, and now he bailed him out against Querétaro. If it wasn't for Ponce, at one point we would not have been in. Uh, or Liguilla, so we got to give him some about, credit. Oh, I guess you're going to talk about the next game, Molina, because Molina scores in the following game, right? Yep. Wait, Molina. what game did he score in? Yeah, Molina scored against... Um, or Mazatlan. Mazatlan. He scored the header. 
came out of yeah, nowhere like a freaking line, linebacker. Hey, that was a nice header, him. not going to lie. As much as I hate Molina, that was a nice header. It was. Like, <laughs> the way he just ran up to it and, and like, just wanted it more than the play, than everybody else is, is good. Other than that, he's fucking whack. I'm tired of him. <laughs> I'm tired of Jesus Molina. I've I'm been tired of him, the... but the more I watch him, it's just like, <laughs> if you're just out there to score headers, like, my God, you're a center midfielder. You should be out there for, <laughs> to do a lot more than just score headers. And I see like a lot of people like, oh, he scored the header and this and that, and Chivas wouldn't have tied the game or we tied, right? Yeah, that's all we <laughs> yeah, do. We tied. Tie I don't like. I don't care about that. Like, just, just that's not your only function as a player. I remember when I think it was Mourinho at Manchester United had Fellaini just because he was tall, but he wouldn't start him. He just bring him in the last ten minutes and hopefully he gets a header. Yeah, I, I can't remember use that. Molina like that. <laughs> I think that's uh that's what Sergio Flores' role is, the twenty five year old rookie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's who it was. He when he came back out again. Yep, that linebacker. I was wondering in my mind. I was like, is that the guy that that Mauro told us is an old ass rookie? <laughs> um, but who who is to sit uh, Molina on that? Or right, my boy Ponce again? You know, that might that might be three points that Chivas owes Ponce. <laughs> like, dog. Nah, that play was all. Was it Vega? Yeah, that, that was and all. And then Vega. played the pass back to uh, Ponce yeah. was open. Yeah, yeah. I think Vega's been balling out these last couple of games, but again, just because we're so bad, he doesn't really. Uh, he hasn't really been getting the credit he deserves. Um, there's a stat that popped up, I think last week that he's um leading the league in assists between this season and last season. So Vega's doing his job. Um, oh, is he, he? he like the sc- whole league? Yeah, he hasn't scored yet, but. He's doing his job in terms of making sure Chivas somehow scores. No, Vega's a baller, man. I like the way Vega's been playing. Yo, can we talk about how Brizuela was having a fine season wherever he was playing, right mid, and then he puts him at right back against Pumas, where we've looked our best, makes player of the week, or what is it, team of the week? Yeah, team of the week. Makes team of the week, then gets benched the next game, then gets brought back up to right mid. Like, where is the consistency with this man? Yeah, I don't, I don't get it because that game, Brizuela and Antuna were actually like clicking. You know how we talked about when Chapo was kind of in his prime, him and Brizuela would dominate that right side because they knew how they they each other um they both right. played. So I think against Pumas, what Chapo and I'm not Chapo, what Brizuela and Antuna were doing, like they were kind of clicking, and like you said, the next game Brizuela's on the bench for no reason because I thought he did a perfectly fine job. I mean, obviously, the league thought he did a perfectly fine job if he yeah. was team of the week. That um, I, actually, that was a little shady because um, it was, it was. I didn't I, think. I, I looked at Sofa Score and he got like a well. I, I don't know what they go for, obviously, but like Sofa Score usually gives like a good rating of players nah, and Sofa, analyzes nah, Sofa the game. Sofa well. said said uh, Molina had a better game than than Lalo Torres in the game against Pumas. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, Sofa Score, but he thought I had like a six point one rating, so I don't know what they were going off of, but. I'm trying to Maybe think in that week. game. I didn't. Yeah, I thought Mayorga and there was somebody else. I thought. Oh, uh, there was somebody else. I thought deserved it more than him against Pumas. Maybe I'm go- yeah, yeah. I can't remember yeah. who it was, but yeah. I didn't see Brizuela as a, a team of the week player either. But the fact that he made it and then he got benched is fucking hilarious. And it's pretty much on brand with everything Wusitich has done since he arrived at the club. Well, yeah, we still haven't seen uh, a duplicate starting eleven from Wusitich. I think. I this think. Season. I, I think my problem was. I think it was when, what were we doing? 
Oh, I was. That's when I was I had trouble connecting to the clubhouse that we did. Oh that you yeah, guys yeah. That you and Rigo and what's it called? Did the clubhouse or pre, uh, previa to the Mazatlan game? Yeah. When you guys got the the, the starting lineup while you guys were recording it or doing it, and you guys were all like shocked, shocked that that Brizuela got benched or no? Shocked, what were you guys? Shocked? You guys? Shocked, I forgot what it was. Wait, what game was that? That was the. That was the Mazatlan game. I think what we were shocked about was Ponce starting. Oh, yeah, that Ponce had earned the starting. Yeah, that he benched Mayorga. Yeah, so, like, I thought, and I wanted to I wanted to talk about it on that, but you guys, I had trouble connecting. Um, I think my biggest problem we saw in the Mazatlan game, because, like, you know, you knew Mazatlan was going to come out defensive. Yeah. And it's like, you have Lalo Torres and you have Molina, and they're, they're not the same player, but they're kind of the same player. Where Lalo's probably better offensively and connects passes better than, than Molina. And I'm like, cool. If you wanna if you wanna stick with two, you wanna say defensive mids or deep playmakers, that's cool. But then give give the team more a more offensive fullback. So if they're not gonna be able to attack down the middle, where it becomes really predictable what they do every time Molina and, and Lalo Torres get the ball, at least give them Bisuela and give them Mayorga down the, the fullbacks. And I just hated how he went back to Ponce and went back to Chapo. And it, and it's a pretty much predictable attack. It's too we rely too much on 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 individual talent. Yeah, I, um, was Ricardo Ricardo Flores. Um, that's that's the guy that Rigo had like a little brain fart reading his tweets in Spanish. <laughs> but he made a good point. He was talking about um why Ponce starts, and I kind of see why Busetich was starting because he said defensively he is a little better, but he makes these like rotations. Even though when we watch the game, it kind of looks like he pulls them off miraculously, but the fact that he gets he does it right, I think, is what was it no, looking at. Because remember, Mayorga had those mistakes in the box where I, was it? I think it was against Querétaro where he he didn't clear the ball on time. I think and what Querétaro comes out to score. I think what he's saying is he has better ball control. Even yeah. though he's maybe, maybe he offensively he's not the better player. He has better ball control and, and therefore less likely to lose the ball. And I and I can see that. I do think Ponce has, if you pass him the ball and stuff, he has better ball control. I can even see maybe a little bit of dribbling. But there's something about Mayorga and the runs that he makes. Uh, with, even when we talk talk about the, the the Pumas, that goal against Pumas, the run that he makes. I mean, he's the he's the one making the play down the middle of the field when Macias gets the ball down the wing. That's not. That's, I feel like he makes his runs are just better. They're just offensively better runs. Um, it's not so much that I think, I think he's going to take somebody one-on-one or, or, or something like that. Cause I think back when he came, when he popped out on Chivas a few years ago, I never saw him as a fullback because I just didn't see like the speed and the agility to play down, down the fullback the correct way. And I always thought he'd be better as a center back, but he does make these great runs offensively. And I thought that could help the team. I'm like, you get that on the left side and you get Brixola on the right side and Okay. Then I'm cool with it. you want to stick with two CDMs, fine. But at least we'll be able to push push our the outsides up a little bit. Yeah, man, I fucking think... Chicote, man. We like, we didn't pay anything <laughs> for Chicote. We paid a lot of money for him. He's dropping dimes and scoring goals with the U20 squad. Like, why can't that be an option? Like, that's another option that offensively is just better than better than Mayorga and 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 Ponce. I think with Chicote, the defensive liability is like the big red light for him. And I I know we want to see him play, but Mayorga and Ponce are better defensively than Chicote. I don't I'll think we, we can argue that. No, no, I'll take it though. I'll, I'll, I'll if if it's if we're gonna have a better attack, 
If we're going to have more ball control, I guess it depends how you want to play. Do you want to have the ball? If you're more of a ball possession team, then sure, you might want to have someone like Chicote higher up the field. Yeah. Um, if you're going to play counterattack, I don't I, I know like we have the speed to play counterattack, but I don't see us being like a counterattack team. That, that's what we should be. And you know, I mentioned it on the Eagle Eye pod last night that don't be surprised if Chicote starts on Sunday just because just for what he did in the like, yeah, what he did in the playoffs, you get the start. I would start him just for that too. Fuck it. Nah. Like with the teach, like you said, you know, a player does something in one game and they earn the start for the next game. And Chicote had to really play this season. And then for him to start against America after not really being in rhythm and just basing it off what he did in the playoffs, that would be typical boost and teach moves. I would not be surprised. Shit, I thought benching I thought benching Mayorga after that one game was crazy. But yeah, like I wouldn't I, be surprised. I get why he did it, but yeah, uh, Mayorga makes really good runs up and curbles the ball. I, I mentioned it on Clubhouse that day, but the thing is, I don't think she was knows how to play with like the way Mayorga wants to play because he was running and he would have to stop and he was like waving his hands around, like yelling at his teammates, like somebody freaking move because I got nowhere to, I got no one to give the ball to. There's no yeah. one's no one's making runs. Like you guys got to move, and I remember Mayorga being vocal about not wanting to come back to Chivas. And he wanted to stay at Pumas, maybe because he knew, like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna shine because these guys don't know how to play the style I want to play. Yeah, I think that's probably a bit more. That probably goes more on the coach, though, and the way the coach wants to play. Like, looking, if you were someone, I'm curious to say, I'm curious as what you said, because I know every year we go on the Eagle Eye, they always give like predictions of the lineup. I'm curious as if you went with the same lineup or a different, or did you just make somebody up randomly? My lineup. Yeah, cause did they ask you? They yeah, always they ask, ask what, the what, what do you think is a predicted lineup? Did you go with the the one from the previous game? I went with Gudinho, uh, Ponce, Tiba, uh, Boyo, and I said Chapo because that's probably what's going to happen. But obviously, you know, prefer Brizuela. Uh, midfield, I said Lalo and Molina. And then it would be Angulo, Vega, Macias, and Brizuela. So, same lineup, right? I think so, yeah. I don't have the other lineup on hand, but I think that's... Yeah, I'm pretty sure the Masatlan lineup. Yeah, and I wouldn't be surprised, but at the same time, we've, we haven't seen him do that. That's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like Chicote is just going to be like, boom, let me throw Chicote at them just to kind of get Ochoa a little nervous, you know? I could see I could see him do that. <laughs> I could. I could see him, like, just... Obviously, the team, the team is terrible right now. Let's be honest. The team is terrible. Yeah. He needs, like, some sort of spark. But it'd be also if I was Chicote, I'd say no, fuck that. <laughs> start me if you can start me in a classical and start me every fucking game. <laughs> We're gonna. Uh, we need him. I don't know. Um. Yeah. Let's just dive right into the classical national talk. Everything classical national. Um. I said it last night on the Eagle Eye. If there's gonna be a game that's gonna wake this team up and get our season going, we have to win the classical because it's the most important game of the season for Chivas. Oh, yeah, I agree. Um, and we're at the we're we're more than halfway through the season, right? Yeah, yeah, we're and we're really far back. We can't afford. We cannot afford a loss against America. Our we're, our schedule only gets tougher, no? Yep, we're in the we're in this is the eleventh game of the season. There's six more to go. And I mean, we're the at first a point half, realistically we might not make it. No, we're gonna make it, but this is the tougher half of our schedule, and we're in ninth place, so. Luckily, you know, like I've been saying, it's easier to 
not it's harder not to qualify than it is to qualify. So I think we'll be in the top twelve for sure. Um, yeah, I, I just don't know how we're going. Santos, Monterrey, America, Tigres. At least we play Santos at home. We're not going to La Lagunera where they're like invincible. Well, that's a tough schedule. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 a rough schedule. I I didn't I didn't seen it before. That's tough. <laughs> yeah, but nine, I mean, with Tigres still from still behind us and teams like Pumas or maybe not that good. Leon is probably still fighting, trying to like revive their season. Um, but yeah, they need to win. There's just no. I don't even think a draw is good to be honest. I I predicted the draw just because I don't. I don't know. I just don't have faith in the team right now. And all Would they you can be do is freaking draw. draw. No. Yeah, I wouldn't be happy with a draw either. I would not. I want I want the win, but realistically, I was like, I said 2-2. Two, 2-2? Two. Two, two? Yeah. Well, the weird thing is we have, we've scored more goals in America. Yep. Um, but they have a pretty good defense. But they've given up a lot less than <laughs> Yeah. I think they're like third in, third in the defensive rankings. I had the table up, but like I told you, the Liga MX website for some reason keeps like beeping and like I keep getting alerts for the Monterrey and Leon game. I don't know how to turn it off. Uh-huh. All right, America had the sixth best defense in the league. It's not bad. We got the fourteenth. Not bad. We got the. I think I think what worries me is just that we've. I don't know, man. We've just lacked. We've just lacked looking like a team. To be honest, the team that that can win, we just can't seem to do it. Aside from the Pumas game, but Pumas. I mean, let's be honest. Pumas is bad. They're fourteenth. They're in 14th place. Yeah. We beat Leon too, but they're in 15. Yeah, and they were, they're barely starting to like play. Those are, so, damn, those are our only two wins. I just, I just realized that we have two wins and they were against 14th and 15th place. So everybody else we've played, we either lost or tied. Where yeah, I, I don't see how, how we win. Yeah, I mean, it's a classical, so anything can happen, but I don't, I'm not confident going into the game. I know. Um, oh, damn it! I had her name up. She was. Um, she was actually listening to the Eagle Eye Pod while I was on. Uh-huh. And as soon as I predicted a two-two draw, she she was adding that she was the Norte count. Oh, Jessica, Jessica Reyes. She was like, "What a two-two draw! I thought we were gonna front like we were confident." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "That is confident. I think we're gonna <laughs> lose." <laughs> you know, picking a draw is being us being confident. <laughs> No, but I'm hopeful that America is actually going to attack us, and that's what benefits Chivas. Because, like we said, you know, teams that want the ball and you know that we can steal and counter against are how we win. You know, Leon played like that. Our three goals came from counter attack like goals, or counter attack like goals um, against Pumas. They were attacking us and leaving spaces for us to exploit. And Lalo Torres had a great game. Angulo had a great game. So. Looking at the rest of our schedule and then America, of course, I think the fact that these teams are actually going to play us might make Chivas look better, and we might actually start winning some games. I agree. I agree that that's probably that's probably the formula that that Vucetich is looking at is they're going to attack us. And my only problem, and you know this has always been a problem, is what happens if they score first. Like, sure, they're going to attack us. Okay, but now what if they score on that attack? And now we have to be the ones that go on but the that, attack. But that hasn't been a problem this season. I feel like we we um 
we concede goals first this season, and we've always managed to at least tie. That's why I'm saying I'm not confident we'll win, but I feel like yeah, at we least gotta stop, we, we gotta can stop draw. tying though. <laughs> I know. We got. We need wins. Not yeah, we have the same amount of losses as America, but they're in second place and we're in ninth because we can't win games. Damn, we're gonna need we're gonna need big games from Vega and Macias. Yeah, um, I I highlighted last night. I highlighted Vega and Lalo Torres because I feel like last season the Liguilla, you know, Lalo wasn't as confident as a uh, as he is now. I think oh, he looks right. much more com- com- comfortable on the ball. Um, he's hitting these passes over the defenses, over the top balls. So I think this might be a game for Lalo Torres. Obviously, Vega's the guy that is our offensive spark. If he's on, we're going to be threatening and scoring goals. So I think those two guys are our guys to watch on Sunday night. Yeah, I would like to say, but that's the thing. Like, I don't know who's starting. Like, I would like to say, I would like to give Antuna a chance at, with his speed. He can get behind one of the fullbacks. Uh, it didn't work. In, it didn't work in the playoffs. Anything anymore? Yeah, it didn't work in the playoffs against America. Was it against America? Yeah, like they pretty much yeah. shut it down. I can't remember if it was the, the playoffs or the regular season. Um, both probably. Yeah, it, it got pretty predictable, I guess. There's just sometimes something about having him that sometimes it makes us predictable. It's like, all right, we know what we're doing. We're just gonna send him the long ball and that's it. Um, but maybe that's a better option off the bench. When it's no, he should a little more tired. Yeah, he should definitely come off the bench. He's a super sub. And I don't know, he has to learn like that either. What <laughs> he had a good season for us last season, <laughs> but the, in in the form that he's in right now, he should be a super sub because they're not biting on his one thousand step overs he does every time he has the ball. Like they know, just run with him, run with him down the line, and once he's on the line, he's gonna send in a cross, or you're gonna take the ball from him. He has to learn a new a new move because it's not working anymore. You you can't just rely on your speed. He he's starting to be Jurgen Dam esque, you know. Dang. Add something to your game, bro. It's not working right now. Meanwhile, we're disrespectful right now. <laughs> <laughs> Calling me Jurgen Dam. I think I still think he's a better player than that. Um, no, he's, he's better. Yeah. Because even in the Pumas goal, he assisted one of the Pumas goal with his speed. I think if you have the player that can find him, he makes the runs. He, I mean, since he got here last season, he was he's always made good runs behind the defenses. Did we have anyone that can find him, that can pick that pass? And I think that's something we struggled with. And we talked about what that Viltran didn't do. Yeah. Um, Lalo's so maybe Lalo can get yeah. more comfortable doing something like that. Or actually, Molina, I think do it something, was... Molina. What the fuck? Just out there <laughs> heading the ball. I think it was Lalo, actually, that found Antuna on that Pumas goal. Right? It yeah. was, yeah. He put the long ball, yeah. Hey, Molina scoring goals, all right? If it wasn't for him, we'd also be, I don't know how many points out of Liguilla. <laughs> if it wasn't for Molina and Ponce, we'd be in last place. <laughs> hey, Molina and Ponce count for 25% of Chivas' goals this season, all right? That's disgusting, though. Shit, that shouldn't happen. <laughs> that's disgusting. Wait, let me hey, see. That's on the coach. They, uh, what do we got, 15? We got 15 goals. Oh, no, they, they scored four. I thought we had 16 goals on the season. Still. I, wish there was a, I wish there was like a... Like a tracker that that shows how little effort Molina sh- like <laughs> tracks back on defense, that leads to goals like around his area. Yeah. There's a lot of times when we get scored on, and I see Molina, and he always gets there too. Like he he's barely starting to jog back once it's too late. Yeah, I think like, uh, he's pretty much abandoned the defensive midfielder role. Yeah, I forget who I, I forget who it was again. I think it was against Atlético San Luis where him not tracking back or covering the spot that Mier left. 
left them wide open for a goal. Yeah. But yeah, Molina's a a liability. I mean, I get his, his best why days he's... are behind him. We need somebody on set pieces, so he's there. But that's your only function. Like, you should come in like the last fifteen minutes if we're down, and you should be the target man. Then not not for ninety minutes. Yeah, I agree. I wish I just wish the coach would see that and give. I just I just think, and I, I know like. In the, in the past couple of weeks, he's put Beltran, but I mean, you give him like 10 minutes and seven, eight minutes here and there. But I just think the fact that I just feel like he does a, he would be a better asset to Lalo Torres than Molina is. I feel like with, with someone like Beltran in the midfield, Lalo Torres could look even better. He's probably the, the, a good complimentary um, partner, someone who moves a lot more and gets open a lot more. Yeah, I was, I was actually surprised that he took out, um, Molina saw early against Mazatlan. Well, he got hurt at one point. Is that why he took him out? He took him out at the seven. I don't know. Minute. I don't know if that's why he took him out, but I, there was a one point where he did get hurt, and he was down for a little bit. Oh, okay. I don't know if that's what that's what that was the reason he took him out, but yeah. Or maybe he just wanted to go more offensively. Yeah, I see. Put him not but my thing is like him. Beltran to me is just not like a, a offensive. You know what I mean? Like if you're losing yeah. and you bring in Beltran, it's not. Like, you can't expect that that's going to change the offense around. Mm-mm. Yeah, but he took him out for Antuna on, on Saturday night. Might have been a combination of we needed a goal and plus he was a little bit hurt. But I guess it's kind of good that he took him out instead of Lalo, right? Yeah, definitely. Because I sure. guess if, he, if it had nothing to do with injury, let's just say it was performance-based, he obviously saw something that Lalo was doing better that he's like, I'd rather have him out. Yeah, definitely. I think Lalo's turning into... A player that you know might be the future of Shiba's midfield, so I'm hopeful for him. And I know we also have like midfield or midfield players in the Cantarana that are just waiting to get their opportunity. Um, guy, especially like guys yeah, like Organista, he's gonna be a beast. Um, Bro, Oscar Macias, we loaned him Macias. out and brought him back. Yeah, he's on Tapatio. I don't know where now. he's at. He's at Tapatio. Yeah, he's killing it. Bro, too. He, he, but he had made like. When he was, I forgot. What was that team that that what's his name owned? He got owned. Um, oh fuck, they got the back or something. I don't know. Something like that. Whatever that team was. Yeah. Uh, when he was on that team, he had gotten called. He got called up to like the U twenty three team. Yeah, the kids good performances for that team. Yeah. So I, I'm sorry. When we brought him back, I'm like, oh, perfect. We're gonna be able to utilize him. But now we haven't. Well, we might see a bunch of the Tapatio guys against uh, Monterrey because the FMF basically told Chivas to go screw themselves for trying <laughs> for trying to reschedule the game against Monterrey because we're gonna be loaning out like six or seven players to the U twenty three uh, Olympic qualifying team. Who are, um was today the day they announced the, the the roster? I don't know. Let me see. I have an article up that is from today. Yeah, so. So it's Mayorga, Sepulveda, Huerta, Vega. And then the other players that could still be called up are uh, JJ, Chicote, Fernando Beltran, Antuna, and Angulo. Oh, that's very interesting. Very interesting that Macias is not on that list. So those my are guess players. would be my guess would be that they get called up to the main that they get called up to the main squad. Because I thought I thought I had read that Cordoba was it Cordoba that I had read about? That Cordoba wasn't going to the pre-Olympic squad or some shit like that because oh, he got hurt. He was gonna get it was somebody that I read that wasn't going to the pre-Olympic squad because they were gonna be they were gonna be playing with the the main national team. Was it Linus? Maybe maybe I'm thinking of Diego Linus. 
I just read sure. about that. I thought I read that Cordoba got hurt at one of the mini cycles or whatever they call them. Yeah, that was this. There was like a few days ago, I think, or last week, and they and they ended up calling uh, Marcelo Ruiz. Yeah, but it's pretty messed up, man. Like we're giving all the you know, and national teams always like you know teams have to support the national team, and Amari Vergara has been pretty vocal about it. And it's even one of the big reasons that Vega went back because I'm already saying he talked to him and he said, you know, don't disrespect the national team like that. Um, anytime you get called up, you have to go and you go have to go represent your country. And now we asked FMF to reschedule a game because we're going to be short a bunch of players. And it's not like they're all bench players. They're starters. And the FMF basically said, no, you guys got to figure it out. So I think we might see a couple of Tapatio guys make the make the first team that that game day damn that's fucked up and we're and in the position that we're in <laughs> we can't afford to be playing games without our main guys yeah it's messed up that is crazy because Mayorga Diva as long as Mieta's hurt Diva's starting Mayorga is a starter Vega is a starter and then those other guys that I said might still be called up uh, JJ Chicote Fernando Beltran Antuna Angulo is definitely a starter, so we can have up to like eight, nine players out. Damn. Yeah, eight to nine players we might lose to the to the Olympic qualifiers. Yeah, that does suck. That's fucked up. But what do you what are you thinking for uh Classico you got? Prediction for the final score? Yeah. I'm gonna go let's see. I think damn, this is tough. This is tough. And I know I've been talking a lot of shit all podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, there's that part of me that's a, such a Chivas fan that I'm like, nah, we're going to win this shit. And I'm like, my CS is going to score two goals and we're going to win two to one. I mean, we can get into a little bit about what Boyo said today. Boyo yeah, Rosenio. Made things a little spicy for Cordova. Who were the, the Chivas players that did that shit? Uh, it was Oribe Peralta. Was it Antuna, I think? Maybe it was Antuna. And maybe... It's definitely oh, one of the guys that's not on the team anymore. It was Oribe, maybe the Alpando or somebody. I think it was on. I think it was Antuna and Oribe, no, just them two. Yeah, and then the other guys were Cordoba, and I don't know who the other America player was. Yeah, get it. What, do you have there what he said or no? Um, base, I, basically, he said, you know, con el América no se cambia playeras. Like you don't exchange jerseys with America. And then he also said that. America doesn't have an identity. Chivas plays with only Mexicans, and that's like a a thing that only Chivas can claim. And that makes us a bigger club. Yeah, he said we we have more fans. We have we play with only Mexicans, so you know, identity wise, Chivas is the better and bigger club. Well, I agree. I think I th- well, especially on the first part. The first part about the we don't. I think we talked about this when it happened with Oribe and the players. That I think there's a time and place to like say what up to your friends. Like, it's cool that they're friends or I don't have that, whatever. They want to be friends. And I'm sure they play video games together. Like, yeah, meet before the game or to exchange jerseys right on the pitch after they beat you. I, I don't, I, that wouldn't sit right with me, even if it was Chivas, that one guy game. Yo. I'd be like, what the hell are you doing? Yo, yo, and we have, Matt, we have Rio on the podcast now. <laughs> <laughs> Randomly woke up. What the hell are you doing awake? Just finished working out. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Talk mad shit about you that you sleeping. <laughs> I don't know if that was pre-pod or during the pod, but we definitely said you were sleeping, and that you were already pissed about the 10, 10 o'clock game on Sunday. I mean, I'm I am pissed about the ten o'clock start on Sunday. It's wait, it's this Sunday at ten o'clock again. 
Yeah. Go ahead. Oh, come the fuck on. It's <laughs> ridiculous. Wait, what happened? I did. I, did, I thought the game was like at eight o'clock. Nah, it's nah, ten exactly p.m. 10. on Sunday, bro. <laughs> and and it's daylight saving times. I don't know if we're going forward an hour or back, but oh no, this is when you're more tired. I think we're all gonna be messed up. I think. No, but this is when you stay up later because you're just not tired, but then you wake up even more tired. Oh, okay. So they're going yeah. back an hour? No, forward an hour. Yeah, how many 10 p.m. games have we had this season? At least, it's got to be like a record this season. We like had like three or four 12. so far? It feels like 12. 12. There's, only been, there's only been 10 11 games. <laughs> 11 games. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I was, I was up. Again, I was working out. Uh, let me see if they're still on. As many 10 p.m. games as we looked whacked. So it's about what seven. Guys, what do you guys got winning? <laughs> what do you guys talk about already? Well, we talked about pretty much the previous games and a little bit of the America game. I mean, we didn't get too much into it just because we looked so whack. It's so hard to, like, one, it's we've looked pretty much trash the whole season, and two, we don't we know, don't know what lineup he's going to put out because he changes every week. I actually so it's hard to good, imagine. I, like, I, th- I actually think they have a good opportunity to win this game just because of, the, of their styles. Same, same. I mean, it's going to be similar to to the Nagia games where America is going to be the offensive team and, and Chivas is going to counterattack. And I think that that really uh, plays to Chivas' strengths because, as we saw the other day, they struggle in, against teams that sit back. I mean, we've we've said that every, like every single week. Right. Um, My only thing was like I told Var earlier was okay, but that's fine that you're gonna you're cool with them attacking. You go, what happens if they score first on you? That's true, but that's yeah. But that hasn't but that, really been the problem. Like we've been conceding first all season. You know, at least we can tie a game because that's what I, I predicted the two-two draw last night on the Eagle iPod because I don't see us scoring first, and then we got to play catch up every time. I, I'm predicting a Chivas win. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> I think Masia scores twice. I think they can win. Or Masias and Vega. And I, I, I do think at least one of the goals will come off a set piece because it feels like Chivas is. Strength right now has been set pieces, although Molina. yeah, Molina, and that their weakness has also been set pieces. <laughs> Bro, seven. I think I saw a stat that seven of the goals we've conceded this season are off set pieces. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt it. When you add you add those seven, and then you add the the two own goals, you add the Gudinho corner kick mess up. That's already ten goals we've conceded. That wasn't 14. part of the set piece. I I mean yeah, but if you think about it, like. These goals are all mistakes. Like four, four of the goals we conceded came off replay. Everything else is like dead ball. We also got to think we, it was Can't a weaker half of the schedule. America's only lost once, really. Twice. Lost twice. It. No, no, but the Atlas games. I mean, oh, that's right. Oh yeah. Oh shit. Yeah, I forgot about that. I forgot about that. Huh. They only lost to Monterrey. So, so, so three of those away. So three of those again goals against them. Are aren't, even, aren't even real. Yeah. Oh, so they've only so given they up a, five goals. Wow, so they have a better defense than... I, I completely mm-hmm. forgot about that, Rigo. So Rigo wow. was here for me. <laughs> that's, what, that's what I bring to the pod. He brings the stats. <laughs> the stats. stats that people forget about. Um, yeah, they, they have the best They have the best uh, goals against uh, stats. Them and, and Cruz Azul. Yes. But again, yeah, I, if you I, take I, away those three. I, I, so they, they have a good are, goal differential? They have a plus six goal differential, and Chivas has a, a zero goal differential. <laughs> we have a better offense. Yeah, we, we, we have scored more goals. 
by one whole goal. Yeah. Well, we've conceded. We actually so America have... has the best goal difference over you? No, Cruz Azul does. Cruz Azul <laughs> then Monterrey. Yeah. This is so random, but um, I don't know. If, have I told you guys on the podcast about Chavi's team in, in yeah. Dubai or wherever he coaches? Qatar? No. Yeah. So his so he, he coaches and they just won the league. They won it with like a few games left, right? But when you look when you look at their goal differential, they have a fifty seven goal differential. Second place is only twenty goal differential. <laughs> they got seventy Damn. goals for and twelve against. <laughs> seventy goals for. I mean, but yeah. I mean, it's probably like one good team and the rest are a bunch of bums. I mean, obviously they're the only good team. <laughs> like League One. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you look at some Wait, of their does, scores does they're like seven. Well? no no he's just a coach now he's been coaching for this is Player his second coach. year coaching yeah some of the scores are like seven zero eight zero that's like me playing career mode <laughs> <laughs> we hire him oh uh, yeah, in the discord they were saying sport. in the yeah. discord they were saying uh steven gerard for chivas after uh yeah. what he did with rangers but if uh, Liverpool keep doing what they're doing, uh, they're going to be looking for a coach. Klopp, Klopp might be out and uh, Gerard might be in. Yeah, they're going to be looking for I don't, a coach. I don't see how you fire Klopp. But, uh, without Van Dyke, it's hard to fire him. She going to bring Chalice next or something. <laughs> Who is left, bro? Girarte? Have we had a Girarte? We did, right? Yeah, we had him already, yeah. Chalice? Isn't Chalice left or we already had him? But no, I feel I like we, once Chalice. he put Wasiti, that's like the last stop, no? Like I'm saying, oh. I know there's more. La- last night, um, last night the Eagle Eye asked me if we think Busetich's job is on the line if we lose on Sunday. I no, said no. I don't know what you guys think. Not, not at this point. Well, how much do we lose? What's the loss? It doesn't That's matter. 5 0 loss. 3 0. Yeah, it would have, yeah, have to be like a 7 0 nah, loss. 3 0 loss. We, he's getting fired. <laughs> Bro, you've won two games and then you lose 3 0 in the Classico? But then he only lost three. He only lost three? So what? Yeah. You, the point is to win, not to just draw. You can't be happy with <laughs> some of those. That's the problem. Some of those fucking draws were, were getting super lucky and scoring these goals last minute. That would they feel like it was starting to feel like moral victories. Shout out to Ponce, <laughs> bro. You cannot be happy with a. Did we we cannot come on. You draw against no, Querétaro and Mazatlan. Yeah, we can't. That's we a can. loss in my book. You can't count those as draws. Yeah, so, looking at, just looking at the schedule. I... Oh, look at. Look at the remaining schedule. Yeah, the bar was like, oh, we're definitely it. making it. <laughs> we could definitely mix the playoffs. <laughs> yeah. No. Tomorrow's super confident. I was saying, Look, like like got... you said, Rigo, these are better teams and they're actually going to attack us. So that's what Chivas likes. You know, we don't like to have the ball. We like to be attacked so we can counter and score goals. So like, the only I think bad we'll be all right. We're playing, the only bad team we're playing is... Cholos. Atos oh, and Atos Atos is better than us. <laughs> they just sold their Atos. best player. Atas is better than us, and so is all the teams that we're playing are okay. Tigres is the only is the one only team that's below us in the stands, but they have a game to give. Uh, we yeah. play Cruz Azul, Monterrey, America, Santos, Atlas, Cholos, and Tigres. Yeah, we, we might, we might not like, make the playoffs. Kind of like five L's there. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like eight easily. L's. I don't even know if you mentioned that Look, many teams. We, we never beat Santos. Uh, we're not. We're not playing them at, at uh, Torreon. In Torreon, I know. Playing so we might be Cruz Azul, okay. Cruz, Cruz Azul we struggle against. Monterrey, uh, we're we, iffy. We Monterrey, okay. we're iffy. Uh, Cholos are playing in Guadalajara, so we might have a chance. <laughs> um, Wait, is there fans back in the stadium or no? 
Oh yeah. Oh, mm, maybe I in Guadalajara. America. There is. I thought. I think twenty five percent capacity. Okay. Yep. See that changes fans. things a little bit different because remember last season or yeah last season. Um, during the regular season, we said that one of the things that might have, because it was a pretty boring Clásico. Yeah. That might have hindered it was the fact that there was no fans to give the the, the players like that feel of a Clásico. Might, might uh, help. I don't know. Tigres, I mean, we usually struggled against since the championship game in 2017. It's been almost four years now. Wow. Um, yeah, I mean, there's a possibility we don't make the playoffs. I think we, obviously, if we don't make the playoffs, I think we will fire him. Um, but I don't see them firing him. I mean, it has to be a 5-0 loss or something like that. I'm ridiculous. 3-0 is not ridiculous? It is ridiculous, but they're not going to fire him for that. Not with five games left in the season at that point. I mean, but... Yeah. All right, if we lose to America, you got to do something. The point to Maybe changing him, a coach would cha- would maybe like bring some sort of spark to the team. The point to fire him was the... Uh, Nikaksa game. Pick a week, any week. Well, yeah, <laughs> it would have been, I mean, like, been a good time. <laughs> but if you were, were going to pinpoint like, a point in this season when to fire him, it would have been after the Nikaksa game because it would have gave you like a week and a half to prep a new coach. And then you had um, midweek games. So, yeah, no. He's not getting fired. He needs to. Nah, he's not, he's not going anywhere. He's going he's gonna to finish the season and if we don't make the playoffs, then he'll probably get fired. I don't know how long a contract right. he has, but what if he makes it in the nine through twelfth spot and gets bounced out first round? Gets fired? Probably. Just because he made he made the semifinals last season, and it's, you got to progress. You can't regress. Yeah, I would hope. I would hope at that point we do fire him. Although I did, was it on the or? Where or the I... front office keeps him, and they actually give him the players he wants in the offseason, which I don't think we can do because we can't afford to, but that would be the only way I see them keeping him. I can't remember where I heard. I don't know, I don't know if I heard, damn, was it Carlos on like on the, on the broadcast? I don't remember where I heard that there's been less firings this season of coaches. It hasn't been like other seasons. Yeah, because they can't afford to. Nobody got money to pay coaches. (laughs) Nobody got money to buy players. Nothing. Atlas just sold their best player because they got to pay the fine for being in the last, for being relegation zone. (laughs) (laughs) So even if, oh yeah, Atlas, I think is disqualified from Liguilla, right? Because they're last in the relegation zone, so they can't even play Liguilla. Wait, that's a thing? Yeah. I didn't know that was a thing. If you're last in relegation, you can't make the Liga? Yeah, you can't play. You have to be out of the bottom three, I think, to be able to play the uh, Liga. All right, we learn something every day. I don't know if that's a Twitter thing or an actual (laughs) thing, but (laughs) I think it's an actual thing. And I've said, I heard it on the the broadcast. (laughs) No, (laughs) I heard it on the broadcast too. So, yeah, they're right now, they're not, they can can be in seventh or whatever place they want to be, but. They can't actually play in Liga yet because they're last in the relegation zone. That's interesting. All right. All right. So before we go hop on, we're wrapping up. We are going to give our predictions for Sunday night. Luis, prediction on Sunday night. 2-1. Chivas. Macias. I want to say Macias scores two. Maybe Macias and Vega. I'm going to go with that one. Macias and Vega each score a goal. 
Two one. Rigo, what do you got? I'm gonna go two one two, but I think it's uh I think it's off a set piece. I think uh maybe Molina. And uh, <laughs> that's disgusting. We've talked about that already. And Cone Briswell on a break away. This man is not breaking away from anybody. I said 2 2 last night on the Eagle Eye, and I'm going to stick with 2 2. Because you got scoring Ponce, Screamer from outside the box. Ponce Brace, man. Ponce Brace. Nah, I think Macias and Vega. Macias and Vega are going to score Sunday night. We got some real positivity in here. I mean,. It wasn't like that all positive. Well, you you guys are positive. I'm going with a tie, and that's me being positive. I think we're gonna. I don't know. I don't think we're gonna lose. I, I'm pretty sure we're gonna draw, and we're yeah, not. Just... I think America's the favorite. Vegas has America as the favorite. So every time we're not favored, we actually win. All right, or so draw. you're betting on the game? No, I'm not betting on. You've this been betting game. all season. You finally not betting? <laughs> nah, I'm good. You guys, you Chivas betters are tired of losing money. <laughs> yeah, Vegas keeps taking our money. Yeah, did you sell your AMC or what? No, not yet. No, I still, still got holding? Huh? I still, still got holding? I'm still holding diamond hands, baby. What was it up? <laughs> did it go back it down? Went, it went it went to twelve. It was like at twelve something today, yeah. Oh, it went back down to like nine fifty eight. Yeah. Bro, what the fuck is happening to GameStop? Is what I wanna know. <laughs> Bro, I was gonna get in yesterday. I was gonna get in on Monday. I was it was at one twenty eight. And I was the oh, should I get in on this shit? Like I don't wanna get in on it. And I didn't and then even this morning when I woke up, I saw that it was like it might reach three hundred, and I was like, "Dude, like it hit like 340, right?" Yeah, three forty-five, and then the fucking and then it hit the low two below. It went below two hundred after it hit three hundred, and yeah. now it's back up to like two seventy again. It's yeah. crazy. And fucking it's AMC like two less like, a season. <laughs> I need AMC to go to the moon. Facts. All right, I think All that's right. a wrap. Are we gonna do a clubhouse over the weekend? Clubhouse, Chachi, Chachi house. We can. I mean, I'll make sure I'm not connected to the hotel Wi-Fi. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was like, "Yo, why the fuck is my my phone bugging?" And it was like, "It wants to keep the, connecting, then it doesn't connect." I think the biggest issue is that there, there aren't there isn't that many people on there. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Like the only honestly, and I don't know if we should be talking about something five, but who cares? Uh, it'd probably be best to like record it. No, record it. Like someone screen record it and and post that somewhere. Yeah, I think you have to put a disclaimer though. That it can be unrecorded. Do you? We could get in trouble. We'll put in the title or something if we do do it. Nah, I see a lot of ghetto YouTube that be recording all the hip hop ones. Nah, but you have to. I think it's like a avoid a lawsuit or something, whatever. I don't know about yeah, you, but people, CDN people does not have the funds to be sued. <laughs> Who's gonna snitch? We I can't don't pass the snow snitching culture. <laughs> No, but we should definitely try it. I mean, as soon as we get the Twitter feature, we can do it on Twitter. Or we so record be, the what's it called? Or we can do cool. a Discord one. Discord. Yeah, Discord, yeah, Discord, Discord one. I think, and I think if we just tell them, like, all, all the members of the chat. Um, we're going to record it. We're going to we're gonna record it. Or we're going to be in the Discord talking about the pregame. I think a lot of them more will hop in. Because I feel like that day we did, we kind of did it like, last minute. Yeah, it was just like a test run. Yeah. All right, so yeah, so, we'll try. We'll 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 figure it out. I think they're gonna invite well, we us back on Twitter, G. Sunday. The Twitter feature, man. Yeah, we don't have it on the CDN account yet. I never even got voice tweets on my own account, like. So who knows how they're rolling that up? All right, we can wrap this up.
All right, looks uh, yeah, that's it, man. I'm watching that video of the of the guy on ESPN somewhere that like TV fell on him. That's crazy. And apparently, nothing happened to him. Which that's fucking nuts. Bro, I would act like I freaking got shot. Like, I would not get up. I mean, I'm sure he's gonna get like a nice little uh, payday from ESPN. But I hope so. It was surprising that nothing happened to him. Yeah, it looked bad. But anyways, this has been another episode of the Kilo del Norte podcast. We will be back Monday night, either very happy or very depressed. We are out. Later, bro.